there's just been a lot of real bad movies. Yeah. Well, welcome to this. So. <laughs> and welcome to <laughs> Rabbit Running Man. Sucks. Not a bad movie. <laughs> so we're, we're we're in it. Oh, so you're saying Running Man is not <laughs> the Running Man is not a bad movie. It is not. No, this is a great movie. Well. Welcome back, Rabbit Troop Sucks listeners. Today, we have two special guests. As always, I am Paul, and next to me is Mike. Hello. (laughs) And next to Mike is Chris. Hello. Hi, Chris. Welcome back. Chris is here in person for the first time, so welcome back. You may remember him from... uh, Fortress. Fortress, yeah. Mm -hmm. When we discussed Christopher Lambell's... Christopher Lambell's balls. balls. (laughs) His Lambell's. His Lambell's, yeah. He's already off to a good start (laughs) And first time, uh, we have Mario joining us. Hi, Mario. Hi. And today we're going to do uh, The Running Man. Well, no one said anything. No, yeah, Mario but that's, no, you're <laughs> right. That's accurate. Now, I mean, this movie is amazing, obviously. Um, how does this fit into your mission statement of oh, uh, as we overlooked are, and obscure as, movies? Oh, yes, as we are a podcast about obscure, forgotten about, <laughs> and overlooked films. Very good, Chris. Um, well... We actually just think a lot of people probably haven't seen this film. Um, This is almost going to be my argument for a lot of the films that we do. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, we, as our generation, holy God, we've seen this. I talked to Mario on the side. Mario's like, oh my God, I totally love this movie. I was like, yes, that's why one of the reasons Mario's here today. Um, But you ask someone, I honestly think, who's maybe like early 30s or anyone in their 20s. uh, I think the big note would be... It's not a Gen Z movie. Yeah, but someone might be like, but I did read that Edgar Wright is doing the remake of The Running Man. And honestly... Wait, is is that that accurate? Is that true? Is that That, happening? That is on IMDb. That's phenomenal. That that, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, if that's the director in charge of that, bravo to everyone. Like, that's great. Okay. (laughs) So maybe people will hear about this more. I think... The big poll will be, you know, wrestling fans, uh, game show fans, <laughs> uh, and Schwarzenegger fans. Clearly, I've heard of this. But. Schwarzenegger is so. This is prime Schwarzenegger. It really is. Yeah. yeah. See, that's going to be my argument too, and I feel there's going to be different camps. Like I think us, we're probably going to argue that this is prime Schwarzenegger. But I think for some people, they're going to be like, "What about Conan?" And I'm like, "And eh, that's not my prime Schwarzenegger." And then no, think, that's uh, proto Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and then after is, that's true. And, yeah. and then there's ninety. Was it ninety two Terminator? Judgment Day? Night? Judgment Day? Terminator Two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Judgment Day. Judgment Night. Yeah. Judgment Night was another movie we did. Uh, yeah, that's yes. Emilio Estevez. Was it ninety two? I think that so. Makes sense. Yeah, because then I would argue like that's like the pinnacle of Schwarzenegger. Like you, you've got it all in that film. Well, I think that was like Schwarzenegger established. Like he was just that's like fair. he was already an element. At Running Man, I think he was also like he was like the fresh sort of like hot property. Yeah, we're just totally Commando. Recall. I think oh, yeah, Commando, Commando came out yeah, Commando. before, and Commando was a good movie. And totally I remember loving that when movie, I was yeah. uh, a kid. I loved Commando. Yeah. There is great. I own a director's cut of Commando. I cannot tell you what the director's cut portion is at all. It's like honestly got like director's cut plus four minutes. More logs. <laughs> well, hey, hey, we got we got him pulling uh, some metal in this one, replace the logs, and he's hauling around metal with that beard in there. Yeah, in oh, it's so good. When they send him to prison in like the steel mill from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, let, let's, let's, let's go through this movie. Okay. So this movie is written by one and only Richard Bachman. Uh, the Dickie Box. <laughs> so <laughs> Stephen King. Hey, main fan. Oh, did he write the movie? He is the writer of the book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, Richard, the, Richard yeah. Bachman is Stephen King. And we've got, you know, two people from Maine in this room, mm-hmm. which is uh, Mike and Personal Chris. friends oh, wow. with Stephen King. Yeah. Actually. That's true. That's great. You know who yeah. did write the screenplay, though? 
No. Steve D'Souza, Die Hard. Well, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's an of, awesome screenplay. It yeah. is, yeah. It's a bunch of people having fun. Mm-hmm. So, according to IMDb, in a dystopian America, a falsely convicted policeman gets a shot at freedom when he must forcibly participate in a TV game show where convicts, runners, must battle killers for their freedom. Which, I guess, is overall true. There's some other, yeah. Yeah. other things going on here a little bit. Um, I was sort of feeling that, like... Jim Brown? It's, it takes place in 2017. Mm-hmm. You don't remember this in 2017? <laughs> this is 2017. This is daily for yeah. me and my And I think it's not inaccurate, but it is <laughs> exaggerated. So I, I think, like, in 100 years, if somebody made a historical, like, a historic epic uh, or a period piece that was set in 2017, it's not implausible to think it would be like this. Because all the themes were present in actual 2017, mm-hmm. just not quite there. That's fair. <laughs> I I I, th- I think this is just Meow Wolf. If you haven't been to Meow Wolf, I think I think this is just like a metaphor for Meow. <laughs> you just go there and people try to kill you, and everyone's mm-hmm. really happy, and you win prizes. And some that- of the stuff, though, I agree, right? Like some of the stuff is accurate, like the fake false media stuff, oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. using doctoring videos, oh, right? Yeah, to- I mean, uh, and then there's and the AI yeah, deepfake, deep yeah. yeah, with the body mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, the, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like all jokes aside, like yeah, this movie has some ideas that really come to pass. Um, yeah, so Chris, do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Y- you're part of a podcast. I'm going to say that is continuing. You want to tell us a little bit about that podcast because I'm going to reference it in a second. Oh sure, I mean it's 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 called Less Than or Sequel to, um, which is not really a very tight uh, sort of restriction on it. Most of we just do bad movies. Uh, Steven Seagal movies. Mm. Um, a lot of Steven Seagal movies. <laughs> a lot of them. We had a Seagal month, so mm. we did a lot. Um, there are a lot of good Seagal movies, right? There, there are. There are early yeah, ones, yeah. especially, yes. Um, there are a lot of bad ones. Too. There's a lot of bad <laughs> yeah. ones. We did um, a, a mini-series called Cerebros, where we went through the entire first season of the X-Men, the animated series. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, sort of did some random shit. Because I believe on one of your episodes, I think it was Back to the Future 2, I think you guys were discussing, you know, what really held up, like, going through, like, and I think you guys were noting, you know, the TVs on the walls, they're flat, or they're projection, like, mm-hmm. like there were things that, like, really did hold yeah, up. Yeah, widescreen, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I like this, and I do think, you know, there's political views that hold up, there's technology that holds up, yep. and then there's very much the opposite that we'll see in this movie, <laughs> especially when it comes to vehicles. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's, the, that's for uh, sure. Hot glued yeah. LEDs are real. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, d- wait. Oh, yeah. I was trying to. I was like, why do I have this note? My, one of my favorite things that came from this movie, there was like this huge hype of like dark sarcasm and dark sarcastic movies. I, this is one of the best parts of this movie by all means, especially when we start going through the characters. Mm-hmm. But 1990, Smash TV. Please tell me everyone in this room has played Smash TV. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank, thank God. Um, yeah, I mean, Smash TV is an absolute brutal ripoff of this entire film in the most glorious way. <laughs> You fight in rooms where you get VCRs and prizes and a game show host taunts you. And it is a punishing video game um, where if you want to unlock things, you've got to do just amazing things and spend time uh, to do it, which I did. Um, As Mike, I noted, (laughs) Lamar is not here today, but uh, Mm -hmm. punishing video games is uh, 
is what we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you guys like the most hateful, awful video games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, then it's like, you know, you just repeat plays out of spite. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. You think I can't do it again? I can, 10 years later. <laughs> fuck you, Shinobi. I'll fall down that well again. <laughs> you, you, you think I'm not taking anxiety pills because of this? Fine. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll show you all. And, I mean, on top of this movie and this cast, we're going to go through. Uh, some people I'm going to know more than others. We have people that also are uh, appear in overlapping films like Predator, like mm-hmm. Good God. And we have Richard Dalton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Predator and Predator 2. Ooh. Actually, we got there's a there's a Venn diagram. Oh, really? Actors in this movie, yeah. I like what I'm hearing. Or, or I'm sorry, Richard Dawson. I was like that, not Dawson. not Richard Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richard, Richard Dawson. Yeah. yeah. Family Feud, Match Game. Um, absolutely amazing casting. Yeah. yeah R- Richard Dawson for me is just like the cherry on top. Like as we go through this movie. We often uh, know, like, oh, who did you like most? <laughs> I'm just laughing because Mike and I were usually like, we like the dog. The dog was the <laughs> best character of the movie. Um, but Richard Dawson is just so well cast in this movie. Yeah. I I read a piece of trivia on IMDb that someone said, like, this was a rumor that this is how he actually treated, like, the underlings around him. I really hope that's not true. Oh, I hope it's, it is. It's I think true. it's absolutely yeah, It's got to yeah, be, yeah. It's true. Uh, I mean, he was like a 70s, 80s star i would mm-hmm. there's argue, no way he was nice to people i would argue that he's not actually acting in this movie oh this man is. no i think you're, I think <laughs> you're probably right yeah like there's a little bit of acting have, but it's kind of we have some is. drugs we have some alcohol and go where's mm-hmm. my script you don't have one <laughs> i did notice a few times where he was mouthing the dialogue of his screen partner nice yeah. <laughs> especially with the old wow. ladies he That's was a nice he catch. was yeah like yeah. lip syncing with mm-hmm. them Wow. Which is like a real... I mean, people do that, and it's a weird thing. Like, what after you've... Like, it showed he put in the work, because he memorized the whole right. script, even the other yeah. person's work, like uh, dialogue. But, um, yeah, it was a little funny, just seeing him lip-sync, like what the old ladies were saying to him. Now I want to go back and watch more of this. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that as well. Well, we're continuing on with our somewhat sci-fi month. Uh, last time, we also had a movie... Uh, about sci-fi stuff and next week we're gonna have a movie about sci-fi stuff so demolition man was our last movie and now we're back into another future did that episode come out uh or will have by the time anyone hears this right yes okay yeah yes that is true (laughs) that is true i have to think i have to think about podcast time yeah i don't for some reason despite having a podcast i don't know how that works well, I, I bring it up that uh, we're continuing Sci-Fi Month because in Demolition Man, they allude to the crazy earthquake of 2010 that basically like took out half of the United States of America, and then people started living underground. Yeah, and I remember super that. Weird. But now we got 2017. The world economy has collapsed. That's true. That food, did happen. Yeah, food, <laughs> natural resources, and oil are in short supply. That's accurate. Still, yeah. Yeah. A police state divided... And yeah. into uh, paramilitary zones. I don't know about that so much. In a, <laughs> I mean, there uh, were small zones, but there were <laughs> yes, zones. Yeah, yeah, there were. But they rule with an iron hand. You ever been to Wyoming? <laughs> TV is controlled by the states, and a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular game show Pretty close. in history. Yeah. yeah. What would be our most popular TV show in history? In real life, like Friends, like Cheers, or something. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. Like Friends, well, it was is probably over. like the Today Show or whatever is on Fox News. Oh God, <laughs> Mike, do you want to split off, do another podcast just about like the Today Show? 
Okay. <laughs> the, the night show about the Then Today you could show. have spinoffs of that. You could have the Today Show podcast, then you could have the Today Show Hour 2 podcast. <laughs> oh, man. But we're not, we're not done with that, that opening. All art, music, and communications are censored. Yeah, that's correct. I also love the fonts and the design <laughs> of these opening credits. It, well, it lets you know, continuing on, that no dissent is tolerated, and yet a small resistance movement has managed to survive. Yeah, that's, yeah, 2017. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. <laughs> that's what I was doing. And then when high-tech gladiators <laughs> do some other stuff, I don't know, it says a bunch of stuff, and yeah. then I kind of stopped writing. It, but... Oh, I, I tried to type all this out, but I gave up like halfway through because it just kept going. Yeah, pe- yeah, people are yearning for freedom. There's gladiators, um, and that's kind of where we're at. And then yeah. we go right to a helicopter scene where Ben Richards, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger himself, has a little co-pilot, and they're just, you know, flying around, and uh, they highlight that there's 1,500 uh, civilians unarmed doing nothing. It's a food riot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, just want yeah. Some, people just want some food. They're a little agitated. For but, sake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But no, no, no one's doing anything crazy, and he gets the order to uh, just shoot them all. Yeah. And, he, and he says no to that. No. Uh, to hell with you. Hell with that. <laughs> I will not shoot them. They're unarmed. <laughs> Why? We, we should keep that going. Exactly that. what you yeah. said. Yeah, that was what, it. Why did they want him to shoot the the people? Yeah, that's a good question because they obviously like they know it's not cool, so they go to the extent of doctoring it and putting him in a penal colony or whatever. Right. Right. I also want to want to point out in this in this perspective that we're seeing right now. We're seeing like the director's perspective, like a camera like swoop around, like a little bird's eye view of everyone in the copter. And yeah, but this get... is apparently security footage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yeah, and that's, that's what, right. and that's why I'm pointing that out. That, and then we also see like a, the reverse dash cam, essentially, where it's on Arnold Schwarzenegger and the co-pilot. Like, okay, but it, yes, as just as Chris yep. noted, we're gonna see this footage later, including the perspective of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting face butted with a uh, gun. Uh, but that's all on camera. So, yeah, from so. his POV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking about that later in the film. I was like, wow, these cameras are really high-tech in the future. No, they're just everywhere. <laughs> they're in your eyes. They're in one, in that gun that he got hit with. There's camera. Fun eye cameras. But yeah, I mean, do you think he was just being set up? Do you, what, was the, what was the purpose of, of this? I just think they're trying to make a point. Like, my, my guess that this was poorly written right here. Was the, the government was the Stephen like, King thing poorly written? Well, no. uh, you can't blame this on Stephen King. Yeah, we, yeah, we've got levels too, mm-hmm. and we've got that director and we've got the screenwriter involved, and so I, I really feel the piss poor job was to highlight that the government just does things like this to make points every now and then. Like if there's any uprising, if there's anything, as like that that opening note was. You know, there's no music. There's it's all thought control. There's anything you shut it down, and then Schwarzenegger's like, "I'm not going to shoot a bunch of unarmed people. They just want some food." And he's like, uh, "Detain them." And then he f- tries to fight, and then they beat the crap out of him, and mm-hmm. he sees a gun right to his head. And it does sort yeah. of imply that this is like the first time Schwarzenegger has been sort of confronted with the corrupt government. How did yeah, oh, it's very surprising. <laughs> so, so, okay, yeah. so, so Chris, what you're saying is this is day one of the job. How did yeah, he yeah, this, this is his yeah. first day. They let him fly the helicopter on day one. That's yeah. pretty good. It's where you separate who's part of that crew. <laughs> yeah, it almost seems like, like they're testing him, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, like he's he so won't go moral. Anymore. Like he like has mercy and is very like strong moral compass. But presumably before the helicopter, all this stuff existed. Sure. Like yeah. the running man and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's fine. 
I agree. It seems like they, even when they actually get to the game show, they have like no idea what it is. That's yeah. how it seems, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the number one <laughs> TV show ever. Yeah. Yeah. America's number one show, but uh, apparently this guy has not heard of it at any point. <laughs> at any point in time. I will also say that uh, this movie is awesome, and uh, I... I'm not criticizing it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to like open up like this movie is like a hot mess in so many areas, but it's so fun to watch. I mean, like this, I I mean, so Chris, you were asking us like how this fits kind of like why we have this podcast. I think it fills that B side movie. Like this is like the best B side movie we could ever watch Mm -hmm. because it has like really cool people. It has inside jokes. It's just super weird. Mm-hmm. And when it's trashy, you're like, that's funny. But then when it's like a fight scene, you're like, hell yeah, this yeah. is awesome. And then, you know. We just want to fill that B-side. I guess. This, yeah. Yeah. this yeah. was a very I mean, important I, movie for me when I was a child. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. Very important. I, I used to uh, reenact are you, scenes <laughs> from it with G.I. Joe guys. Yes, no, because yes. I enjoyed it that much. Yeah. Did any G.I. Joe character fit the bill for Dweezil Zappa? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Or it would make, be like the medic, maybe. I forget what that GI Joe guy's <laughs> name was. Who would make Fleetwood be Zartan? Yeah, <laughs> never seen. Oh, big Fleetwood. <laughs> there's a whole other conversation there. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah, there's a lot. Um, well, we get a quick flash forward to Wilshire Detention Zone 18 months later, and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I think we already talked about sporting a beard, lifting some iron. He's okay. Yeah. Just hanging out, doing iron lifting things. Schwarzenegger in this time is just wild. Like, <laughs> what, like in America, this guy and his his heavy Austrian accent that everyone chose to ignore <laughs> uh, because of how awesome he is. Uh, just like the eye acting and stuff that he does in this movie is so awesome. Like. <laughs> He has right. like so right. much charisma that like it doesn't matter how weird his accent is in this in the context or how not good at acting he is. Just like his face and charisma is so awesome. Like there's just nobody that has ever been like that. So supremely untalented and so just fucking awesome in every He movie. just paid off every yeah. time. You yeah. always knew he was going to do something badass, right? Yeah. No matter what. And he pays off he every does it. time. Yeah, I, I can't take credit for this idea, but I'm going to agree with this. So there was like ideas in real life. Uh, Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife and stuff like this. And I was listening to another podcast like years ago. And one of the people on that podcast said, you know, I don't care about those things. Oh, yeah, and personally on the side note, I don't care. Like that's personal business. Like I don't need to know that. So that's like one thing on the side. But now that I do know that, that's where that guy was like trying to highlight. He's like, I just don't care. Like, listen, that sucks for his wife and I'm not his wife. Mm-hmm. This dude, no joke, has given me like hundreds of thousands of hours of entertainment because I love his movies so much. He was like everything yep. to me in the 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. And when it comes like he was like, if he killed a man or like sexually assaulted someone, that'd be a lot different. He's like, he cheated. That sucks. I don't care. Not even Le- sure. Yeah. <laughs> Leave his personal life out of it. Like separate the, the art from yeah, the artist. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because he doesn't like for some reason with Schwarzenegger, there are zero expectations going into whatever he's in. Yeah. So whatever he delivers is awesome. Was like it? you start at nothing, even you, even if you've seen all of his movies, and you you put on a Schwarzenegger movie, 
you just don't expect anything good from him, but you always get it. There, Mike, we watched a, a somewhat modern movie. He's like uh, the sheriff of a town. I think Louise Guzman, community graduate, mm-hmm. yeah. isn't it? I, I want to say like 2015 or 16. Yeah. It was wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. I know what movie you're talking I about. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he does it. He's got a lot of classics. He really does. Yeah. And th- what's crazy is, you know, we're 70 plus episodes into Rabbit Troop Sucks, and this is our first Schwarzenegger film. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I know. I just didn't want to do it all at once. And Mike and I talked about this. They're like, we could just do like Schwarzenegger for a year. Um, mm-hmm. And I would. I'd happily do that. No. <laughs> I, I, I got to partition, <laughs> partition that. But 2020 like, Schwarzenegger. Nice. <laughs> do it. <laughs> okay. There's, there's the Patreon channel, Mike. Okay. <laughs> all Schwarzenegger all the time. Well, they're at their uh, detention zone. There's lots of security. Um, and we meet two people. We meet uh, Laughlin and we meet Weiss. And we're going to meet up with them later. But they're trying to break out of the prison. Weiss is somewhat of a hacker. Laughlin, I don't really know. Just yeah, Fat Kodo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a badass. He yeah. is a badass. He is a badass. So like, I don't know like, his like expertise. He's uh, getting his head inflated until it explodes <laughs> yeah. by James Bond. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Weiss, again, is like pretty good with hacking. Schwarzenegger just seems all around just there. And what they're trying to do is take down the security that's aligning like the walls, and they have these shock collars that if they go past the security, their heads will explode. Yeah, yeah. These uh, those little like tripod things yeah. that are like ten feet apart from each other. Yeah, just like knock one over, right? right? Run out. Apparently, it's like a ten foot range on one of these things well and like the guards that are controlling them just have a little laptop set up on a card table in the middle of the prison for some reason yeah it doesn't seem like that difficult of a thing and instead of being like a light that that says that the perimeter is off it very loudly announces that it says the perimeter is off and then it puts the text in very viewable letters it's a standing desk (laughs) yeah you gotta have predicted it yeah yeah well, basically what they're trying to do is imp- or input the same code that they just saw, but for some reason they've moved this computer that they've obtained and they're like, we got to get this out of here. It's not uploading to the signal. Some dude runs out. He does explode. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they eventually take down the guards and then they all leave. And the, the question I have, another tech question is, okay, so all these poles are now deactivated. Their shock collars are now, you know, they're not going to explode. So they run to what I call city town for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it reminds me of like an encampment from Final Fantasy games. Like this is where you like trade in some low level stuff. And awesome. Mad low- painting though. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, but they, they go there and they get their collars removed. But here's the thing. Why would they not explode? Like, okay. So they took down like seven they knocked, guards. They turned off the perimeter and they were um <laughs> so no one it like does explode they have to throw it down like that trash can thing. yeah they- <laughs> but, but but when when they leave the area and a new set yeah. of guards comes well, in i think they had a positive <laughs> they, oh there's, there's these re- things have yeah. like a positive trigger on them sure so it's sort of like an early like uh, invisible fence kind of situation so yeah. if, you go, if you go too far feet, fast maybe 100 yeah. feet yeah. yeah so like it works if there are sensors there to see that you're doing it but once you go past, it doesn't keep doing it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's craziness. It is literally <laughs> invisible fence technology. <laughs> yes. Except man. worse because it you have to put these things up every 10 feet, which are probably really expensive. Yeah. And no one thought to knock one over or anything. No. 
Yeah. Now, I mean, you saw the quality build of those things. Yeah, they were pretty sturdy looking. I do love the guy that continues to run. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Clearly hears them early on. Like, no, no, just continue. Chico, don't run. do it. He's like, nope. I can do it. I can <laughs> make it. I, I got it. Yeah. I mean, really, like dogs do that. Yeah. Like yeah. if a dog runs through an invisible fence, it hurts, but they just keep going and they're fine. Yeah. So hey, that's what he's going for. It yeah. was a great setup for the rest of the movie, and I remember thoroughly enjoying that part because it's like that's what you want when yeah. you're a kid right. that's yeah. what you want to happen it's there's like, a lot oh, yeah, of like his head blows up lore and detail in this movie that is just taken for granted which i like so like the a lot of the stuff in the movie is sort of like they assume people watching it are going to sort of already be into sci-fi uh so it just sort of explains itself like you've got like the hex code yeah and, you don't need a lot of context yeah and it. like the collars and everything and, you know, like a normie isn't going to super understand that until the guy's head explodes. Uh, but, you know, they throw a bone to nerds, which I like. <laughs> nerds need bones. Yeah, nerds need bones. <laughs> that's, your, that's your t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, well, they get to city town and mm-hmm. they do get those shock collars off. Yeah. And Mario's correct that... They kind of deactivate it, but then there's like a really quick uh, moment where I have to throw it into like a sewer and it explodes. But yeah. who deactivates them? Nick uh, fucking Fleetwood. Yeah. So yeah. is he just playing an older version of himself? Yes. In this movie. That's what I heard the rumor was. Yeah. Okay. The rumor is it's, it's like him. Tom Petty in the Postman. Yeah. Well, then there's another character, Stevie, that's working with them. So the whole like I don't think it's Stevie Nicks. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he found Dweezil's app. Yeah. Dweezil's app. Yeah. That, that's how you got to do it. Well, everyone everyone disbands. It's, you know, like, again, the beginning of a Final Fantasy game. We're mm-hmm. in it together, now we're out, and Weiss is like, come on, man, I want to upload the truth. And uh, he's like, nah, bro. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he leaves, and he's like, I'm going to go meet my brother, and he's going to, like, go take me across the border. And Laughlin's like, ah, oh, man, well, it was good working with you. And they leave off on good terms. Yeah. And then uh, Schwarzenegger does some really stupid shit. Like, I, I don't know what this whole, like, my brother's going to give me a ride situation is. Because it seems like, one, he hasn't talked to his brother. And the fact that you have to go into a major city to meet your brother to do this. My thought is, like, if I had to call Mike and he's going to get me across the border, I'm like, dude, I'm meeting you in the woods. Not like, I'm meeting you at Cherry Creek Mall. If you could go to, like, Starbucks by me, like, that'd be great. Could we just be on every security camera on the face of the earth? Like, cool stuff. But (laughs) he also somehow has, like, a worker pass. I don't know if that right. makes sense. It came with his impossibly tiny hard hat that he was wearing. My yeah. thought, my thought is there was going to be an action figure line. We did talk about that. How like Final <laughs> Fantasy his outfit was. Oh, it's very Final Fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> you got a Final Fantasy when you go into the city. Come on, yeah. <laughs> Chris. When you and Mike go out to dinner later tonight, did you bring your Final Fantasy jacket? Uh, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> I guess I'm going to yeah. say yes. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, he goes up to this apartment and. Uh, I don't know what's going on. He like makes his way there. Well, yeah, he like he. It's the same door code to it's get in. It's such a weird cut. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very weird. Um, what was the name of the person that was supposed to be there? His brother. Yeah, but what was the name? I have no idea. It was like William or something. Like he, he William Richards. We see yeah. him like walk down the hallway, get into the door, uh-huh. come through. He opens the door with the code. He yeah. finds some lingerie. Yeah, because uh, this. The person that lives there, spoiler alert, is really into lingerie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Bowflex. Yeah. And he just goes like, William? And then it cuts. Yeah. And we're also seeing a, while this is happening, a Richard Dawson intro. 
He rolls up in some crazy ass limo. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what it is? Like, it's I a Maserati Quattroporte um, extended. <laughs> I knew it. I yeah. knew someone in this room would know it. That's fantastic. It's dope. It is yeah. dope. It is dope. <laughs> I also think that like everything they show in here, technology wise and product wise, is non-American. Which is also like a little nod to the economy of having collapsed. Oh, yeah. So no one has an American anything anymore. Well, they were assuming that Italy's economy would be better than ours, which was one mistake. No, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone seems to love Richard Dawson, Hmm. who is Killian. He rolls up. I love him. Yeah, we all love him. He rolls up in this limo. Everyone's like chanting his name. He's signing some autographs. He seems like a really nice guy on the surface. Mm -hmm. Once we get in. For, yeah, for, second, for, for one second for one second once he immediately gets inside uh the janitor or, or the custodian goes over his uh boot or shoe with a mop it's a nice shoe yeah, yeah. he's like ah oh, no worries like you know things happen uh, all my love to you and your family and then much like a scene from scrooged he's like you better fire this guy or it's your job I'm yeah like, you know what i think like if he was really like an evil boss he would have kept the guy on because that was like the fake. Oh yeah, you want to be like the fake nice guy. Yeah. Oh, the, and then just make his life hell. Yeah. He's a janitor. I mean, his probably life isn't great anyway. America loves the host. It doesn't. Yeah, you know, that's true. he can do no wrong. Uh, he oh. is awesome. I okay. love him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I almost can't over get over the fact, Mario, that you would reenact with GI Joe the Running Man. I'm like, I'm taking that in my mind. Like that's echoing in my head. Oh no, we used to do that all the time. I reenacted a lot awesome. of movies, that's but awesome. Running Man was in the rotation. We'd put like, because yeah. um, we like. Me and my friend that would play G.I. Joe's would always like create these elaborate plots. Like we would do like eight hours of G.I. Joe in a row and Running Man, you know, doing some sort of dystopian game show thing very often played into the, the plots we would come up with. Yep. If, 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 to psychologically uh, unpack some things, and I have noted this, I don't think on here, but to some of you, almost every run of G.I. Joe, I would do similar things, different scenarios and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the f- final synopsis of my G.I. Joe plane was everyone died. Every single yeah. character uh, is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Except Snake Eyes and mm-hmm. Timberwolf. And they lived with all the supplies at the opposite end of my room happily ever after. That's a good choice. Yeah. Except for the yeah. fact that he's blind, right? So Well mine well, well, ours can't talk. never can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Ours never went with G.I. Joe Cannon. So it was just like the tools to create our own stories. Nice. So it was always like that everyone died. As well. But your main character turns out was a robot or a cyborg. Nice. And then you had the um the T eight hundred um, endoskeleton <laughs> of course yeah every now and then i would have storm shadow turn back oh, yeah? to good but would also die and snake eyes then again would live happily mm. ever after with timberwolf that's good and all the that's, that's, that's a good a dramatic good turn yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you never knew and mine uh mine usually ended with a fight to the death between like the last <laughs> two living oh, of course G. Nice. G. Joe guys yeah yeah say hey, mike you want to come over next week crack open some gi joe yeah I mean, I did do that for a long time until one day I went over to my friend's house that we would always do it at. And he's like, I think we're a little too old for G.I. Joe's. Then we never did it again. Oh, boo. That's a sad yeah. day. Yeah. I didn't yeah. feel like I was too old for G.I. Joe's. I think I was. I mean, I think I was. But <laughs> I, at the time, I didn't think I was. This was earlier today. I was maybe <laughs> like 14. Right. Okay. I think my transition was like the last toys I got, like I didn't play with, but I would just like put on like a shelf. 
And yeah. Like, like, like they're just models, essentially. Like Once you put the statue on the shelf, it's over. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at that some of those presently. Yeah, yeah, you get some of those here. Yeah. <laughs> well, my daughter plays with like all those. I see a Robbie the Robot under. up there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's robots, for sure. Yeah, yeah so like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah, then we're back in the apartment, and that weird cut Chris was talking about, we get to meet Amber. Amber yeah. comes home now and was like, what's going on? And she's wa- she's working out to Captain Freedom. Yeah, she's doing Bowflex yeah. in her lingerie, as as one does. And pantyhose. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, she's not- great, by guys, the way. Guys, it's 2017, is, yeah. please. Yeah. Wh- so where is Arnold at this point? He's he's in it is a penal colony, or... No, he's there. No, no, he's no, no he's yeah. doing... he's. Yeah, he's like he's in, in the apartment. He's just oh, moving, right, 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 right. He's just moving yeah. very slowly okay. and yeah, cautiously. Because yeah. like right. she got home, like made herself a drink, got changed, yeah. got on the Bowflex. He's been here the whole time. He's been watching. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. He was just in a chair. I see. <laughs> he was okay. just in a lazy boy chair in the middle of the room. He presented himself. <laughs> well, he did present himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she's not super stoked about this because this dude is wanted. It's all over the news that mm-hmm. Richards is wanted. And we'll see the news is not to be believed. Everything is amping up what he's doing more and more. uh, And it's all untrue. Yes. Yeah. Um, This is uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. Alonso, sorry. Um, (laughs) And she's great in this movie. Yeah, she's Yeah, I like her a lot. She's also great in Predator 2. Yes. yes. Which is also a great movie. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and she notes that uh, the previous tenant, which is Richards' brother, mm-hmm. uh, he was detained, taken away for re-education. Yeah. This does not seem to concern Arnold at all. No. no. He went looking for his brother. Oh, he was taken away for re-education? Like, that's great. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is like a real... Yeah, I don't know. Looking for him. Yeah. 1987. It's too sexy for... Um, a kidnapping sort of situation like it is it's sexy it's very say, sexy yeah. yeah uh but it's too sexy for what's <laughs> what like what the context is I, i'm laughing because i understand every word that you're saying <laughs> yeah. right now. i just i feel if you have not seen this movie you're gonna be like i go on <laughs> yeah it's a too sexy <laughs> it's a too sexy um she has a sweet synth setup that I noticed. Yeah, well, yeah she does. But she's a composer. She's a, no, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, well, you're all right. Okay. I mean, music- yeah. oh, you're a musician. I'm a, well, I'm actually a singer. She goes into her whole backstory. Yeah. And then uh, Richards takes her money and her travel pants. Speaking, <laughs> yeah. of, speaking of music, this movie has amazing music. The main theme of this movie... Oh, it's great. ...is so chill. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's by the guy who did Beverly Hills Cop. Nice. Oh. So is this like... Arnold A or Arnold S. It's like Arnold S. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's, that's what I want. Uh, no, no one writes them like Axel F anymore. No, they don't. No. Um, well, it's really convenient that he has this travel pass because he just books some tickets and he's like, "Hey, we're getting the hell out of here." Mm-hmm. Worst and, plan. Yeah, and she's like, "All right, no." And he's like, "Well, I'm taking you with," and they immediately get to the airport, and this is this really holds up. He gets to the security line and he shows a pass, which is hers. And mm-hmm. the guy scans it through and he's like, where's hers? And I'm like, dude, you would probably know it's hers because some identifier would be there. A picture, a name, something. He's like, well, I don't know where hers is. And then someone in the line's like, come on, move it there. <laughs> and, it, and and the security guard's like, yeah, just get that. You know, you would here. think that. <laughs> but uh, a friend of my wife's, uh, my wife, um, <laughs> Her, she went to the airport with her husband. Her husband uh, just completely forgot his ID. He, he's not a smart man. Uh, 
and they lit him on the plane anyway. I there are ways to do this. I almost don't believe that. No, that's no, cr- no, that's crazy. No, they did. Like he had his boarding pass, mm-hmm. but did not have his ID. Did not have a passport. Okay, uh, and just sort of let him go through. You seem like an honest guy. Oh, yeah. Well, not, yeah, not to that extent, Mike. But I've been definitely been at the airport where people are like I don't have my ID, and people are like, "Well, you have to like." go to this other room and like, I don't know how they do it, but like you're sure. going to a probably scary place, but mm. I've definitely seen this pre nine or 11. Um, I was at midway airport in Chicago and it was early in the morning and it was just busy. And I went up to one of the security officers by one of the many gate checks. So again, pre nine 11. And th- I mean, this is, makes me think of this movie. And I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry to bother you just, and they're like, yeah, hey, what do you need? And I was like, I just need to use the restroom. Um, where's the closest one? And the person, no shit, just goes, go around. I went in back <laughs> of them. I went in back of the person. And they're like, just make sure to tell me when you're back. And I said, okay. <laughs> just and, use the one on the airplane. It's fine. Right. And I did. I was like, okay. Like, I'm back there. And the person's like, thanks for letting me know. Because <laughs> there was like a bathroom like 12 feet behind them. And I was like, I cannot even imagine in this day and age that someone would just say that to me. I think I... We would all be detained at that point. In time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're you know just a bunch of white dudes, so probably not. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's unfortunately. Fair. I, mean, I think yeah. that's how he got through. Yeah, like this guy's got an Austrian accent. He seems legit. Yeah, he's cool. Well, and he's com- complaining about his wife, yeah. right? And oh, no one acting like she's a yeah. nuisance. Yeah, right? he's and very like, incognito oh, because he's like, like eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mario. So the, <laughs> you feel things didn't change in that two thousand seventeen future. It's mm-hmm. like as long as you nope. nag about your wife. Well, that's you're... right. I really think that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. that's twenty seventeen. Yeah. It's like the Homer Simpson view for here into eternity. Like that guy's just going to a bar. It's going to be fine. Well, uh, everything goes wrong for him at the airport. Uh, Amber just ball punches him. Amber's really good at that. Good job, yeah. Amber. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of and, ball stuff. Well, and, and, right, and rightfully so. I'm not even joking. Like yeah. she should have just kicked him in the balls a million times. Um, in, in her situation, I don't blame her. She runs off and they get him. Now we see Killian, and Killian's super excited. Uh, we got to get this guy Richards. Um, he's going to be awesome. And they mm-hmm. detain Richards. Um, and Killian uh, opens up with high cutie pie. Yeah. <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not, not, not what I want. We, we haven't talked about his, his lackey, Kurt Fuller. Oh, our, yeah. our second Kurt Fuller appearance. Yeah. What's great, our first? Great Kurt Fuller. Uh, Miracle Mile. Oh yeah, that's right. On the rooftop. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He, he doesn't get any respect. There's also <laughs> a couple additional cameos in this movie three that i could point out do you do you know any of these people that i'm talking about i don't know what are you you gonna say like beyond the stalkers stalkers not stalkers and and not dweezil zappa and not dweezil zappa and not mick fleetwood Fleetwood. not not mick fleetwood i don't know so one of the women in the control room is the landlord from kingpin that's oh no shit Mm -hmm. wow wow uh one of the women that is interviewed in the crowd is charlie's mom from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's amazing. Oh wow. wow! And I forgot the third one. That's, you didn't say any of this shit to me when we were good. watching. Yeah, you we got a you you fucking you snake in the it. grass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I um something interesting I read Mick Fleetwood right. I was like, oh, I, it's amazing. He's in this movie and he's in it a lot. And I was like, has he been in any other movies? And I read that he was one of the drummers who auditioned in Spinal Tap. Whoa, right. oh, wow. That's actually yeah, the one yeah, with the bag cool. on his head. Yeah, that's awesome. He's playing, so 
Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. That's oh, awesome. um, the the guy who's assigned Arnold as like his prison agent is yeah. a, is a his, his, his uh, court appointed theatrical uh, agent. Yeah, oh agent. yes, he looks yeah. very familiar. Yeah, he he's a uh, one of the fathers from he's Lou Schwartz from the Goldbergs. Oh oh god, you're right. Yeah. That's really funny that you're saying that because I could hear his voice and I saw him on a episode of Family Ties not too long ago. Of course he did. And I pointed that out to my wife and she's like, wow, he's been on there for a second. I was like, I just needed to hear that guy's voice. I am so surprised I did not pick that up. He's been in a lot. Yeah. A lot of stuff, that guy. Here we also have Amber doing some weird stuff. Amber is like watching TV and you might think like, why is Amber still part of this movie? Well, it'll all kind of unfold here in a moment. But we start getting a trend, and this is what I was texting Mario yesterday about. Uh, my One of my absolute favorite things about this film, and especially it was me uh, watching as a kid, was uh, the commercials that are all throughout. Mm-hmm. And our first commercial is Climbing for Dollars. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Climbing for Dollars is basically just a gym rope in the middle of a junkyard where dogs are trying to destroy <laughs> you. But the higher you climb up on a rope, the more dollars you get, and you see some guy climbing... And he, they're like, climbing for dollars will be like nine o'clock. Like, how much money can he make? And the last moment you just hear, ah, and the guy <laughs> lets go and you assume he's dead. It is an unwinnable game. That's how yeah, it appears, right? Everyone, so, the dogs get the everyone every time. What year did RoboCop come out? Ooh, that's, that's a good eight, question. I'm going to guess 80, about 88. 88, okay. yeah. 88, so RoboCop 89. came out after this movie? Now, now you're putting, like, I don't know. Because it's got a lot of RoboCop RoboCop vibes. 87. Okay, same uh, year. Same year. Yeah. Well, well, well. Hmm. Where's Lamar when you need him? Lamar, <laughs> Lamar our diehard RoboCop fan. What about Robert? RoboCop's amazing. I mean, I RoboCop, Robocop 2 is amazing. Yeah. 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 RoboCop 3. Robo- it's not amazing, guys. No. But it does have Allow Me Scum, which is the best <laughs> yeah, line. I don't recall RoboCop 3, how so about, it was definitely not good. Yeah. Well, how about RoboCop the animated series? Okay. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I. It could be a part of it. I don't recall it. I don't remember it, yeah. (laughs) It could be a part of all of your lives. Mm. But Schwarzenegger uh, Richards does have a court-appointed theatrical agent, and he's like, hey, you're going to be on the show, and the deal's signed, and that's kind of where we're at. This is where uh, they take him (laughs) right to uh, the TV show. We we immediately see uh, City Town Mm -hmm. taking taking bets on, on on this guy. Right? Yeah, there's like a whole montage. They get mm-hmm. they inject like a tracker into his arm that's never mentioned again. Yep. Um, Total Recall stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou Schwartz gives him the rundown of what he can expect. He stabs him in the back, literally with a pen. Oh, with the pen. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's when he's great. signing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we see, we see uh, the stalker, which we'll see later, Buzzsaw, walking through a crowd. Everyone's yep. like super, yeah. super happy. Everyone loves Buzzsaw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we also got our first clip of uh, of Jesse Ventura as well. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. Who is a previous stalker, but now he's just like a commentator. A, yeah, he's a commentator. Great wig, very good wig. Yeah. And so you know, basically, the reason Richard signed this is uh, this contract was he had no other choice. I mean, it was like you're detained, you're never leaving this room. Well, you're, yeah. Well, here, like, here's the choice, like. You could be on this game and maybe fight for your life, or you're going to prison and we'll execute you or do other horrendous things to you. So the deal was like they that, had his like buds. They, they too. Well, well, buds. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like that was the original contract, yeah. but now we're seeing he's like, 
hey, before you go in, surprise, because Richard Dawson or Killian is full of surprises. And it's like, hey, here are your two buddies, too. And uh, surprise, you're all three going there. Well, I mean, he signed the contract because Dawson said, like, if you don't sign it, I'm sending your friends down. Correct. Yes. And he was like, no, like, they're huge pussies. They can't do it. That's right. Like, I'll have to do it. It's like, you can make it on yeah. your own, but and your now, friends... Now they got the three uh, of them. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have to fight 400 square blocks. Yeah. While three wearing, hours. While wearing dope Adidas jumpsuits. Yeah. Those are awesome jumpsuits. I... Like bobsled suits. Mm-hmm. They yeah. would be such great Halloween outfits. Like if, if people got it's what was going costume. on. It's a great costume. Yeah. Well, he had awesome. that Game of Death homage. Oh, yeah. In his yeah. jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You can buy them. I found them online. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah we did. We found them. Yeah, we, we, we did <laughs> that would be a great costume with. It would just be a great every day. Are they expensive? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like a high quality costume. They're like 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, is this like what? You can like, get, they're like their track suits. Like yeah. you can get the full jumpsuit, but you can just get like track suit versions. Do we need yeah. to link our Rabbit Troop Sucks with like pleasures and be like, hey, do you like to role play? Do you like movie role playing? Like get a running man track suit. Like All you, the, yeah. you and your partner could role play the running man. Nope. Okay. No, nope. I mean, that's fine. fine. Yeah. I, okay. I'll, I'll take that dirty sex toy money from pleasures. Okay, I just I no, I thought you were saying you're in for the role playing. Oh well, I mean whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I again, think like what's her name definitely looked looked best in that jumpsuit. Yeah, because uh, honestly, well, not, I, I was thinking like one 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 person would wear like that the Running Man outfit, and then your other partner would like stalk you. Would be so, Killian yeah, or, yeah, or, or, or in the, or... the hot glue LEDs <laughs> yeah. Yeah. vest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You get, yeah, you get a whole light set up for your bedroom. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Drive around that little car. That car is the worst. <laughs> yeah. That, that car... would make a very good like race car bed for a child. Though, yeah. You know? it's, it's kind of built that way. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then, hey, right before we shoot Arnold Schwarzenegger down, we get the trademark, I'll be back. 40 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Uh, I do like uh, Killian and me. Uh, it's a good comeback. Uh, only in a rerun. Yeah, and, that's and, great. Yeah, yeah, and he shoots him right down. Yeah, Killian's a son of a bitch. Like, but his <sighs> he's his awesome. Yeah, his yeah. one liners. Like, he's yep. so well cast in this movie. I think part of the trivia I read somewhere was like someone doubted him. Like, or maybe like Schwarzenegger was like, I want him, or maybe even Schwarzenegger doubted. Like, should we really have a game show host? Um, this totally paid off. It, so noting that they're gonna do perhaps this Edgar Wright film. Uh, who would be the modern Richard Dawson? Who would you want the game show host to be? Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Um, Harry Connick Jr. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I'd go with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> but I hate Jimmy Fallon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of what you want, huh. though, right? That's kind of interesting, yeah. Like, so many people hate Jimmy Fallon. and Or like Drew Carey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep with the Family Feud thing. I want to see... Uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey yeah. would be. No, that would Steve be good. Harvey. Yeah, yeah let's have great. let's have Steve Harvey. I there. think it would work if Steve Harvey's character, it, like the the backstory, was like he is also imprisoned and he has to be this host. And if he is not the host, <laughs> like it couldn't be like he's like he could have like side things like he's got a little bit of money and he's got like a penthouse. But like if he ever like he's enslaved to the network as well, like that it would have yeah. to. be What that. if it was like Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> oh my <Wow>. god <laughs> oh my god too slimy yeah oh yeah. yeah i i or like dr oz oh 
God. <laughs> I think, I mean, like, would half these people even realize they're on a movie? No. no. Yeah, that would be... They wouldn't get the irony, which would be the best part. Yeah, that would be, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Well, well, what about Matt Lauer? He's kind of a piece of shit. Oh, Matt Lauer, yeah. yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. And yeah. people loved him. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah. you wouldn't really want to pay him to do something. No, that's like true. You. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's another... Al Roker. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Again, it would have to be, you know... Like, like the, Jake Tapper. Like, the network would never let me go. But, um... Wolf Blitzer. Here, here's another <laughs> fun, weak part of the writing of this film. So... Now Richards is detained and he's like, or I'm sorry, yeah, he's been shot down and stuff. But Amber saw him beforehand. I forgot to note that, that as he was detained uh, and before they put him in the pod, he's handcuffed and walked down a hall. And I'm like, Amber works in the same building (laughs) as this dude. Like, and no one thought to warn, like, remember the guy who kidnapped you? He's gonna be like twenty feet away from you. Like right. maybe the trauma that you're experiencing. You don't seem to care about that. Well, no. she also sees the arrest footage, which is highly doctored. Yeah, because yeah. in the arrest footage, he's like murdering people. She's like, that didn't happen. Yeah. I better, I better go a snooping. That, that, that's why I wanted the note because that's my next note, Mike. That she starts snooping around, but I was like, she also saw him beforehand. I was like, it's really coincidental that this like show is being filmed literally like yes. three floors away. Yeah, that's what happens in this movie says, is that nothing in this universe existed before this movie started. Correct. Yes, <laughs> but her coworker also says like the most horrific thing to her. Oh right? my something god! Yeah. Of, yeah, something about like he could rape you, right? He could have raped kill and killed you, you, and then he can or kill, kill or you, or kill you first yeah. and rape you. Yeah, but and also she like, wow. into it. Yeah, she said that while she was smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah, he could have raped you. All right. I mean, there is a lot of parts in this movie that are pretty rapey. Yeah, well, then including the actual the actual rapey part. Yeah. Yes, and yes. no one was really that phased by it no it's no. fine it was a different time. it's the 80s yeah mm-hmm. well that person's gonna get their comeuppance when that when that happens they do yeah. get comeuppance yeah. <laughs> uh so now Uppins come up <laughs> we're in some city town action a lot of people taking bets uh and i like that while city town is taking bets we get to see the crowd of the audience and this woman comes out she's been picked by it's like Susie, come on down and when you're selected, you win games and prizes as an audience member in the crowd, but you get to select the stalker that you want to go after these people, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, older woman, great like, format. Yeah, like how because like, the society is so corrupt at this point in time. You're just like, oh my, like everyone's just like so unfazed. Like you're picking the killer, and everyone's having fun. But as an audience member, like Mike, me, Chris, and Mario. Uh, this is awesome. And this older woman goes, I like my men big and cuddly. Sub Zero, <laughs> and who is it? It's, it's Professor Sub Zero, mm-hmm. who's also Professor Sub Zero. Yeah, yes. Right. What is he a professor of? Do you know his, his name is Professor? It as well. is. Yeah. yeah. And I and I read that in physics, I, I, thermodynamics. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want it to be. Yeah. yeah. Bonsai is his philosophy, right? <laughs> Which is racist and also pretty yeah. incredible. It's very racist. Yes. Well, I mean, was, it's awesome. He was a Japanese guy, right? So maybe it's okay. No. It's like if like my catchphrase was Mamma Mia. No? Mike, your no, catchphrase really. is Mamma Mia. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> not if somebody else made that your catchphrase. Yeah, that's okay. right. He didn't write it. He didn't, maybe improved it. I doubt <laughs> yeah. it. If, Schwarzenegger does give him an upgrade, though. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they're all they're all on a big ice rink fighting that this this big lug of a man. Um, 
Sub-Zero has a bladed stick, and what I found kind of unfair, those explosive pucks. It, did you say bladed stick or bla- stick. bladed bla- stick? Bladed stick. <laughs> bladed stick. Okay. It's not uh, a late stick. But, but, <laughs> a hockey, it's a hockey stick. You got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and I know what you say. I, I, I just found those explosive pucks unfair. I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Like, that's a, like right out of the gate, you have explosive pucks, but yeah. they seem to avoid yeah, it's, them. It's unsportsmanlike. They're not that effective. Yeah. No, yeah. They're, they're really not. Weiss goes immediately into a goal that just contains him. It just traps <laughs> shut. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he's down for the count. Uh, there's a lot of barbed wire going around, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. This movie loves barbed wire. It yeah. does, yeah. yeah. Or razor wire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's how uh, that's how Sub Zero gets dispatched. You know, Sub Zero <laughs> now <laughs> Plane Zero now Plane Zero. That's, that's up. right. That's yep. above Sub Zero. Yeah, yep. he got promoted. Also, nice. literally everything that Arnold says from here on out it's is amazing. Awesome, it's it so really good. is. He, yeah. he yeah. says the best stuff. Yeah, I have noted one-liners left and right. I don't mean any of this as a criticism. No, because it's just amazing. I'm just admiring it. <laughs> you got to admire it. <laughs> the perils of the ice, right? That's how he gets them. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's tricky out there. You know, it's it's hubris. <laughs> <laughs> it is hubris. That's really how they all fail. <laughs> and it is. The hubris of man. It's true. Sub-Zero is so cocky, he thinks he's invincible, and boom, you know, Richard wraps a bunch of barbed wire around his neck, and then he's just dead. And he yeah. makes short work of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and everyone underestimates an the 300-pound Austrian... <laughs> Ex special forces murder yeah. machine and, and the crowd just cannot believe it the crowd oh there's everywhere city city town yeah city town's dumbfounded Despondent. Mm-hmm. yeah everyone's just I, I which is weird so there have been winners and they showed this before so how did people win this game Have i know there, we'll, 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 we'll talk okay. about the trick of this but how did they win maybe they just run away well yeah <laughs> i believe that is how you okay typically yeah, win. yeah. so uh-huh. yeah you just there are four quadrants, and in three hours, you just got to get out. Mm-hmm. How many Jan Michael Vincents are there per quadrant? There's too many Jan Michael Vincents okay. in every quadrant. Have you ever washed with Jan Michael Vincent? Wa- like washed? Paid? Yeah, because you'll get them in every quadrant. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I've showered. <laughs> the, tag, the tagline of the soap. <laughs> we went to a Russian bath together, but you yeah. know, beyond that, no. Um then <laughs> this whole group is herded by a bunch of gas, which is nice. If it's not biker gangs, it's gas. Everyone's being herded quadrant to quadrant. Mm-hmm. Um, so now... How the, big is a quadrant, by the way? Well... I mean, it's one-fourth, I assume, of, of the, the overall, the overall yeah. size. Yeah. What did you say? It was 400 <laughs> square, square blocks. Yeah. Square blocks? Square, that's maybe. really fucking big. That's a lot that's of huge. blocks. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of quadrant. It's yeah. like... 100 square miles <laughs> i had lunch at quadrant three wow. the other day and it was delightful oh wow okay. <laughs> uh but they're going to another quadrant and the, the everyone is just so so sad and yeah. this guy from the crowd uh leon is called up and he he doesn't know what to do i mean someone's dead no one's ever seen this in the history of the running man not one single stalker has ever died that seems like bad writing yeah that it seems wild because they all sort of suck at their jobs yeah yeah, yeah. but we, we have buzzsaw who we saw before and he's like i don't know buzzsaw but i do love dynamo and you know what killian's a, just a man of the people yeah you could have them both leon why decide let's have the ultimate team up we have buzzsaw and dynamo buzzsaw <laughs> is all chainsaws and dynamo is 
I don't even know what his power is. He's he, like he's like he's, meatloaf wearing a light. Yeah, plate, meatloaf. And he can shoot good. lightning. He was an actual opera. Okay, he yeah. was an <laughs> opera singer in real life. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that the singing he did was real. So is he, he like, exposed hot glue on that vest? Mm. It was absolutely <laughs> fucking wild. It was an arts and crafts mm. project because yeah. sure. I liked the, like the the overall prop design and art design of this movie is really cool. Yes. Well, but, the Running Man is brought to you by Joanne's. Joanne's for all your fabric needs, Joanne's. <laughs> just all the exposed hot glue on that guy's vest was just wild. Yeah. And the original shape LEDs. I mean, his vehicle is something oh, I can construct awesome. right now. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little yes. go-kart. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. It's cute. It's I'd, like a hoverboard. I drive a, it around. Yeah. Well, Dynamo, so I think it's like lightning, like Raiden. So, yeah, basically, uh, mm-hmm. he's all yes. electric and he sings. He's great. Yeah. Um, well, so as, as these guys are kind of getting queued up, um, the nerd Weiss, one, Weiss, I like Weiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he's like, hey, we we got to find the signal. The signal's down here. We got to They're they're trying to like do some hacking to expose this. Why? No one. No why one. would they put the fucking access points right in the yeah, middle in of the, the thing. game yeah. area? Um, the, well, they wouldn't, but they did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I Ar- guess it's the last place you would look. The, and, he, and he thinks Dweezil Zappa and uh, McFleetwood are down here somewhere. And so he wants to find the uplink. As you do. Yeah. Arnold does not want to do any of this. Well, I don't think he thinks the resistance is down there. He just wants to get the code to the resistance. Because I will note, when the resistance does show up, it's super bizarre. What was it's the, uh, the what was What was Kimball's thoughts on the... Uh, he he has negative thoughts on finding yeah on finding the uplink. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> what, what what is it that he says to Weiss? What what he demonstrates to Weiss is that because <laughs> Weiss is like we have to find the uplink. Oh, um, yeah. It's for the underground. It, for the underground. Yeah yeah. Um, I'll uplink your ass and you'll be the underground. <laughs> and he does. And he does. And it becomes he a does. different movie. He does yeah. uplink his ass. Yeah. Asses are uplinked. Yeah. And as noted, Buzz and Dynamo are on their way. Yeah. Uh, Dynamo is driving a little kid car uh, constructed mm-hmm. out of cardboard and spray, paint, spray painted silver. Mm-hmm. And the resistance uh, has been trying to jam this network for five years, as noted. So yeah. that's where we're at. And we get into this big arena. Everything where... is spray painted silver in this movie, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, brought to you by Joanne's for yeah. all your spray paint needs. Show ID at register. <laughs> uh, Buzzsaw shows up and lassos Richards, as you do. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of like a, a split up. Richards and uh, what's his name? Ted Lasso. No, no, no. Yeah, Fat Kodo. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, um, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, they're they're like battling Buzzsaw while the nerd and the babe are doing like looking for the uplink, and they run into uh, Dynamo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, don't split up. Why well, would you split up? Weiss and Amber do get the code. 18, 24, 61B, a lot of other stuff going on. And then uh, Buzzsaw shows up and Weiss just dies like a very weird death. He's electrocuted. I am not. He gets un- extra electrocuted. Yeah, he gets yeah. super electrocuted. But I'm not under the impression he's dead. Oh, like, he's dead. Well, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's super dead. <laughs> but like, just re- like rewatching it, it did make me think that one of the first times I saw it, 
I thought he was unconscious. I thought maybe he's going to come back. Oh. Is that because like literally everyone else in this movie gets electrocuted <laughs> by that guy yeah. in the same way and doesn't yes. die? Yeah. And, and I probably had, you he's know, scrawny. that's where yeah. you failed. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I also had Return of the Jedi brain where I was like, hey, you get, electro- you get electrocuted for a little bit, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your body can endure. <laughs> but before he got electrocuted, he did like... He had he did like the hacking mini game yeah. from Shadowrun on There's the like screen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen, seventeen, four. And he, he makes the what's her name? Amber. Amber. He makes Amber memorize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she also does. gets electrocuted, but not as badly. She's also yeah. uh, secretively holding some data somewhere. We, yeah. We don't. We don't. Well, none none, of, your none of your goddamn business where yeah. it is. Well, Dynamo uh, rolls up with uh, was it the Ride of the Valkyries? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and he's singing, and he, uh, I have this in quotes, uh, Lighthead, Hey Christmas Tree. I think that's what, mm-hmm. what yeah. Richard is yelling at him. Lighthead is a real yeah. solid burn. Well, yeah. th- this is after <laughs> he kills tree. Buzzsaw. Mike, can, can you give us a Hey Christmas Tree? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's for the fans. It's gotta, hey. it's going to be December sooner hey, than later. I, no, I, he put me on the spot. Hey like Christmas this. Tree! Hey, there you go. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Well, isolate yes, those. He, uh, he critically injures Yafet Kodo before. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buzzsaw, Buzzsaw is Yafet Kodo. Yeah, this looks yeah. brutal. This is yeah. not what I want on me or near me. No. Which is no. Buzzsaw. His head doesn't inflate, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, it's an upgrade from Live and Let Die. Buzzsaw yeah. is personally my favorite stalker. Yeah. I, think I, I, I always like him. Buzzsaw, too. Yeah. Buzzsaw is part of me. I like his glasses. Yeah. And I like his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I like his... Crazy eyes, his crazy eyes. He's got a good attitude. Super inconsistent chainsaw. He is very confident. Well, before yeah. we go to this ultimate battle, just remember Dynamo is knocked out of commission, and his car flips over, and he's like, "Oh no, power! Cut to commercial! Cut to mer- commercial!" And Richards yeah. doesn't kill Dynamo because he doesn't want to kill someone innocent. But Dynamo is a real dick. Yeah, yeah totally. You yeah. think Dynamo would just like walk away at this point in time? Yep, he does not. No, I mean. Like or at least later, like when he got yeah, away, we see him later. Like you would just think he's like, I'm hanging up this costume. Mm, maybe enough's enough. Uh, apparently not. But yeah, Buzzsaw is still there, and we we get a, a battle, a battle to the death. Yeah, a duel. If you think Yafakoto got the Buzzsaw bad, Buzzsaw gets Buzzsaw, the buzzsaw gets the worst, worst Buzzsaw. The worst way. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I mean, he did have to split. <laughs> <laughs> this has been brought to you by Jimmy Johns. <laughs> um, yeah. And we also get a secret note from Killian. Killian shows up on a video screen and offers Richards a three-year stalker deal. I'll give you a house. I'll give you a car. I'll give you all these things. Richard basically just declines. No. It's just very anticlimactic. I probably would have taken that. Yeah, I would Probably. In this world? Yeah. I mean, like, even if Kimball gets away with it, they're going to get him. Right. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre, but... Yeah, that's where we're at, and uh, the fight with uh, Buzzsaw ends with uh, Junk first and a Buzzsaw, so... Well, and the other great thing about that fight is, like, usually heroes, like, they get lucky or something in some fights, not Arnold, it's always, like, he purely overpowers them and shows that he's stronger. Buzzsaw will become part of you. He always (laughs) has to show that he's stronger than ever. What does he say after he uh, gets him? He's like, no thanks. <laughs> I think it was basically yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah. No. Uh, and yeah, as Laughlin dies too, he, uh, he goes, uh, you got to succeed with this mission. Get the code out because I don't want to be the only asshole in heaven. 
I like that line. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense no. if you think about it for a I, second. I, but. I, I, Chris, I... It's like, I also want you to die, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, Chris, no, like, I, I wrote that down. An and I, yeah, and I actually pondered that the whole time. And I, and I was like, why is this guy an asshole? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like on the like the freedom resistance Seems guy. cool. He's yeah. a great, he seems like a great guy. I don't know what it is. He saved Arnold's life, you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah. he tried to kill um, Bond. Hey, for Jeremy out there, there is no heaven. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, Manborg, shout out for our friend Jeremy, his favorite movie. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Mario, I got to ask some, uh, some uh, background sports knowledge. I'm glad you're here because, boom, we got a new stalker out because everyone's dead or incapacitated, which is Dynamo. We get Fireball, played by Jim Brown. What can you tell us about Jim Brown? Jim Brown is a Cleveland legend, right? I was, I grew up in Cleveland, and so he was kind of, he's like the comparison point for every Browns football player mm-hmm. on offense ever, right? It's like, well, he's no Jim Brown, right? There's always a naysayer, and so he also has had like a huge career. Like after football, he retired early, right? Which I think was a smart move on his part because he stayed healthy, and then he became like an actor right away and was an activist. Um, so, yes, he's very, very highly respected and regarded in Cleveland, that's for sure. So, with all that said, how did you like him coming out as the next stalker? Uh, you know, it's pretty great because up until that point, you're just watching him kind of, like, watch the game, I like game, that he had his right? shirt completely undone. He <laughs> like progressively, he yeah. he progressively His shirt was became, getting more and more open. Yes, he started yeah. to prepare. He seemed um, a little apprehensive about getting back into costume after all of his colleagues were getting murdered. <laughs> I would agree I, I, with it's that. Fair. It's yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 Especially, especially because he seemed to have the worst sort of gimmick. Which is like a flamethrower? He had a jetpack and a flamethrower. That's the jet. I, he seems the you most very likely to just kill yourself from a distance. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, well, we all find out that it's true. Uh, it's dismantled uh, quite easily. I do yes. like the jetpack aspect. I did yeah, not that see cool. that coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just a straight. I, yeah, I don't know if I dig the flamethrower. I don't like that people have like projectile things. I like that buzzsaw has to still like get up in your face and stuff like that. The fact that like someone could like launch like i don't know how long is that flame like 12 feet or yeah, something it's a big mm-hmm. flame and then like th- that's what i was saying about the explosive hockey pucks that i think that's a little bit of cheating i know there's like a crazy thing to say about this movie <laughs> but i like the more like they have to use knives or swords or get like one-on-one like combat um that's why they're really good not i could shoot you from 150 feet away like that it seems like they could just do that anyway yeah that just seems like bad t- bad you, tv you <laughs> are led to believe though based on jesse the body's character right that things used to be different and there used to be more like one-on-one oh less fights, yeah. right? yeah. less, yeah. yes yes because he bemoans, you yeah. know, those yeah, days. There was a code. Right? Yeah, there's a code. There's like a moral, a moral to follow. Totally right, Mario. Um, well, now we get another old woman uh, from the crowd, and she seems sweet, sweet as can be. And who do you want your next stalker to be? Or what do you want to say? He's like, or who are you betting on? That's what he asked, because they already have Fireball out. And she's like, next, uh, I'm betting on Ben Richards. And he's like, <laughs> you can't pick any, like, you can't pick that person. And she goes, I could pick anyone <laughs> I choose. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and I believe she says he's like a motherfucking badass. And then, then we're back in City Town, and they're like, wait a minute. And then, I want $200 on Richards myself. And City Town is all for Richards. I love yeah. that. Everyone's on Team Richards now. I would be. Makes yeah. sense. Smart money. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, so as they're kind of running away from, what's his name, Fireball? Fireball. Yeah. Um, 
the what what's an amber finds they run into like a room uh, i know this is where i know that Ar- i wrote arnie donkey kong barrel throwing at fireball <laughs> where he's just like launching barrel yeah, he's just throwing barrel. shit at him <laughs> yeah um but a- amber finds the bodies of the three presumed winners oh yeah another yeah. another another weird question about this film yeah why wouldn't you dispose of the bodies? No, you just leave them there. You don't want to go down there. It's Because, I mean, no one's going to get that far. Yeah. Yeah. They think. And, I mean, they're running things. It's hubris. They're not really concerned. <laughs> it's the goddamn movie's hubris all about together. goddamn hubris. Yeah. Well, well it, it just seems like they killed them elsewhere and then brought them there. No, I think they died there. In together? A, they all died in the same room? Well, is yeah. there, like, one it's in, like, a, like a bathtub? Room. Yeah. They, <laughs> it's a locker room. Um... Yeah, what the hell? Or maybe they did actually get away, and they were just kind of cooling down, and they just came in and killed him anyway. He just roasted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I still just yeah. That just okay. Well, <laughs> but it, it doesn't fucking matter because Fireball comes in to, to fuck with Amber's shit. Yeah, hot and heavy. Yeah, and then Arnold uh, Richards uh, dismantles his gas line immediately and throws a flare in the room, yeah. and he explodes. So. He, Fireball gets two catchphrases. He before he gets how about the light, and then when he blows up, he gets what the hothead. <laughs> yeah. The hothead is yep. amazing. Oh yeah, I did yep. write what a uh, hothead. Yeah. yeah, that maybe is the best line. Okay, well now we're kind of running out of stalkers. Like, what yeah. are we going to well, do? Now we're we're out of stalkers. The, yes. Yeah, the network, gone. the network calls Captain Freedom Jesse Ventura. Yeah, mm-hmm. when well, they they dude him up in like his weird. I don't know what it was supposed to well, be like the, his his robot suit. Well, he's the, like, yeah. I can't do this. You guys. And and, 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 and terrible, yeah. right? And that's what when Mario noted that he's like, "Hey, man, like, I don't want any of this crap. This has got to be one and one. Like, I'm gonna go after this guy. It's we're not using gimmicks. Like this this is why you're failing. And I don't like. He's got some like weird moral code, I guess. Well, I sure, don't. but then they use the ultimate gimmick, which was he did nothing. Sort and, of, and they just deep well, faked it. Well, uh, yeah. well, yeah. he murders an innocent stunt double. Sure, yeah, because that might have been older right. footage. Yeah. No, no, he no, did. No, you he know, did so, do it yeah. just for that. No, yeah. so yeah. so what they do is so he didn't have to kill him. Yeah, they yeah. get a stunt double, and then they uh, videographed Richards's face. Deep faked it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so when the crowd is watching, it looks like Richards. And they do, or Jesse Ventura does overpower him. There's kind of a bit of a tussle. And then he throws Richard's deep fake onto a bed of spikes. And you could hear one of the people say, like, oh, like, he didn't have to kill him. And someone's like, what, what great television or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, oh, man, like, that stunt double. Well, the ratings were up nine The stunt double gets that in a lot, of, I mean, a nine lot nine of good shots, though, before they go. Yeah, right? It does, yeah. He's okay. bloodied, yeah. That stunt double probably realized that they're going to kill him at that yeah. point in time. Uh, Jesse Ventura is going to be pissing blood for a month after oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is where um, the People's Network just shows up. They're Amber and uh, Schwarzenegger are uh, trapped in a cage. And then all of a sudden a wall breaks down and it's like the People's Network. And they're like, oh, we got Nick you. Nick Fleetwood's there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And Nick and he's telling them lies. Sweet little lies. <laughs> uh, you saved it all day, didn't you? <laughs> um, and yeah, so are they... Okay, so is their underground lair in the middle of this network? Yes. yes. What the hell, man? 
It's, it's in the playing field. Hiding the running in plain sight. Field. Yep, right. it's well, great. I mean, they have their lair there. The fucking uplink is over there. Yep. Yeah. Most of the consequential things in the world are in this. It's a, it's a convenient place. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one else is going in there. So. It's like the links are close by. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Great. <laughs> Amber shares the uplink code. And is like, hey, you know what? I also have this uh, footage of you yeah know, from her vagina. Yeah, yeah that I that <laughs> it's I, none that, of your business. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, when I was snooping around, I found the original footage. Which why would it this could have been in her butthole? I guess. Yeah, well, 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 <laughs> it could have been her butthole. Yeah. So beyond where it could have been in her body. <laughs> Why the hell did this company not only one keep the footage, but then make physical copies well, one, of them? Where where did they get it from? Like this presumably is kind of like maybe classified military. It's all produced footage. as well. It very it's easily. Like, yeah. Too. It's just yeah. It was only a file movie. cabinet labeled mm-hmm. under uh, unedited footage of this guy's murder frame. Uh, have you not been to room six? I think they got it. Six, you get any file you want. I think yeah. they got it from Paramount because it, <laughs> was, it was just actual filmed. Yeah, it was the beginning of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So they use like the 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 machine from Spaceballs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So she has that conveniently, and she's like, "You should show this." Yeah, from her vagina. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Isn't there isn't there a dialogue about that? A little bit. Where did you hide that? It's none of your business. business. Yeah, I mean, there's only like two places. So then the People's Network decides we're going to storm into the building as well. We're going to take over the TV network, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to get Killian and everything. And they start uploading everything. They show this alt-uncensored Killian uh, footage where he's saying just, like, snotty things to people. So this is where it's not realistic for 2017. Because if you uploaded, like, true unedited video of leaders in 2017, like, say you did, like, a you know, for instance... Donald Trump saying something shitty, right? Unedited, uh, nobody would give a shit. <laughs> They'd just yeah, be like, it's kind of expected. Yeah. yeah, they'd be like, yeah, fine. I still love him. Yep. Yeah. So that's the only part of this movie that's unrealistic. We get a nice "It's Showtime" from Richards um, while the footage is playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get Dynamo back in the mix, um, which is kind of bizarre. That's gross. He's got garters. But yeah, he's got like, his tiny white he's in his garter. Yeah, but, I don't like it. Yeah, and before <laughs> we're fully with him, uh, just note, uh, if we did not say, the original helicopter footage is shown during this run. That's what we were noting yeah. at the very beginning I mean, of this I mean, not footage so much as just the, the clip edited that you saw. <laughs> the beginning of the movie. You, you the audience show. member, <laughs> get to see exactly the same thing again uh, mm-hmm. in the same perspective. Everyone course. knows military helicopters have Cineflex cameras <laughs> yeah. right? mounted directly in front of the pilot. <laughs> Yeah, and on the and, outside and from the pilot's and point forehead, of view, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, Dynamo's back now, and he's walking around doing weird stuff, uh, and then he encounters Amber in all this, and there's a tussle that starts kind of like proceeding throughout. Yeah, uh, all while the network army is doing some gun gunning and running. It gets real rapey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for a second with, with Dynamo. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. He definitely um, seems more the serial killer type stalker. Yeah, oh, yeah. like the, the brains, the brawn over brains. Yeah, stalker, the movie takes yeah. a little bit of a turn right there, which is like a little bit beyond what it was going for. Like, cause it's yeah, I totally for the agree. most part, it's like that RoboCop. Like, it's sort of satire on like you know America sucks. Yeah, we get it. Right. Uh, but then it was just like the one part where he's going to be rapey. It gets kind of mean-spirited. Yeah, it does. So basically, they're tussling over a gun, and she's on the ground, 
And she's like, you're dickless. And he's like, dickless. And then it's like, I'll show you. And clearly, like, moves in for, like, a rape sequence. Yeah, and his pants are off all of yeah. a sudden. Like, yeah. they clearly yeah. cut that scene down, too. Like, it's super it, gross. They wanted it to be more graphic. Yeah, 100%. yeah it's, it's super gross. And this should not have been in here. Um, this should definitely just be cut out. But Amber is awesome. And as we all noted, kind of one of the yes. better characters yep. of the film. And just kicks him in the balls immediately. <laughs> and he electrocutes the sprinklers and then electrocutes uh, himself. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets what he deserves. I mean, yeah, good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. totally. Good, uh, he's shit. Um, yeah, so Richards uh, got, got has a lot of one-liners. He, he gives uh, Dawson an, or to Killian another hello cutie pie right back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pleading. This is one of my favorite, like no joke, one of my favorite sequences of uh, the entire films. And uh, so Killian and Richards are there, but uh, Richards, or I'm sorry, Killian has a bodyguard. And the bodyguard is standing there. And I just wanted to note, like, my first comment is, this guy's so much smaller than the stalkers. I was like, is this going to be a real, like, fight to the death scene? And he's like, uh, you got you got a score to settle. Or uh, he says something. Oh, he's like, you got to score some steroid. Uh, I remember in the beginning of the film, he makes a, sar- Dawson makes a sarcastic remark to this guy, bodyguard. He's like, go score your steroids or whatever you need to do. Oh, he's like, your steroids make you deaf too? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't kicking uh, Jesse Ventura yeah. out of the control uh, room. Yeah, and so with, and with this, uh, there's about to be a fight with Schwarzenegger and the bodyguard, and they look at each other, and the bodyguard just looks at Schwarzenegger's like, "No, nah, I got, I got some steroids. I got to score," and just walks off, and kind of like gives him like the eye nod, mm-hmm. like, "I'm not gonna fight you. This guy's a piece of shit. I have no beef with you. Peace out." And, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Schwarzenegger leaves. This happens in the movie. Have all of you seen the first Machete movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This, this, I think it's Chris Penn. Chris Penn is on the phone. And he's like, "Uh, this like, guy's here. Like, he's gonna like f up my world." He hands Machete his gun. He's like, "I quit," and just walks off. <laughs> and like, that's the end of the sequence. And mm-hmm. Machete does not kill him and just takes his gun, goes in the house, and kills everyone else. I'm like, baller move. Yeah. Like, like I I'm out of this. This is crazy. I like that the security guard gets out. Yeah. The guy's name is Sven, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was thinking about that. So he's like, what? Probably like Danish, Norwegian, <laughs> yeah. right? The diplomatic, right? Peace between America and, yeah, and, everything, and Norway, right? Everything like, they use oh, in yeah, this Norway's movie cool. is from outside the U.S. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So he's got like that Maserati, all the technology yeah. uh-huh. is foreign. Mm-hmm. It's because the U.S. is like collapsed. Right. And then they've got this like bodyguard guy who's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we get uh, a lot of um, pleading from Killian. Please, no, we could work out a deal, blah, 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 and whatever. He just shoots him down that that pipe. And Mm -hmm. instead of going down the pipe normally, (laughs) he somehow is launched extra into a billboard and then explodes. Well, the net's gone when he comes out. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. And it's the the real payoff for that one mention of the cola uh, slogan at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah cadre cola. That Whoa. hit the spot. That what, hit the spot. We'll, we'll get two. We'll get one more uh, uh, for the cadre cola, and we are just uh, cheered on by everyone. Everyone in the audience is happy. Everyone in City Town is happy. Uh, we are treated with absolutely the worst song on earth. I looked it up. Restless Heart by John Parr. I just wrote. Okay. I, just I, liked, wrote I liked all the music in this movie. It, so, I, I just wrote yikes next to it. So, I thought it was amazing. That song has a line in it, right, that I caught that was like, no pain, no gain, right? Yeah. Which is like Arnold's like. This is not line, a game. Right? No pain, like no gain. Movie. Yeah. 
Chris, I don't mind the music in this movie outside of this song. Well, like, the main theme is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's great. You mean, I got the score. Yeah. It yes. sounds like this, like, futuristic video game. It's, it's so like, chill. Yeah. And just like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This song is just, it's. It's, it's terrible. I don't even want to But it's say, really perfect for the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's it like super... for the movie, yeah. Uh, it's clearly. super dated, uh, it, but that's just not the problem. It's just, it was never good. <laughs> it was never <laughs> anyone thought it was going to be good. But hey, uh, everyone is still seeing the broadcast in City Town, and now Richards and Amber are making out because they've somehow developed a romance. Mm-hmm. Um, running right after life. she almost gets raped, by the way. Yeah. She's like, cool, let's make out with this guy. <laughs> right. So super weird. Uh, a romance... You know, there there's no such thing as trauma in the eighties. No. Yeah. That is a trauma response, right? Yeah. yeah. Go make out with somebody else after That's right. you know. It's a palate uh, cleanser. Yeah. Uh and then then we're pretty much it, it and then we see a uh an outro shot of the city and a sign that says, Please stand by. But as noted, um, and if you look in the credits, there's a lot. There's uh a bunch of commercials that are being advertised. Did did I anyone? Listen to the credits? No. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, before we get to those credits, as always, if you would like to contact us or recommend a movie or anything along those lines, feel free to reach out to us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up properly at our webpage, rabbittroopsucks.com, or visit us at Instagram or Facebook. But yeah, I'm trying to look this up really quick. Um, there was somewhere uh, that someone quoted all of these things. I don't know if it's the quotes or trivia or something, but uh, at the end, uh, you hear all these commercials, and it's like, uh, this has been brought to you by Cadre Colas. Uh, in addition, it has been brought to you by Kelton Flamethrowers and Chainsaws. The only chainsaws to use, Kelton. Like, things like that. Like, <laughs> nice. someone someone has noted all that. It's at, like, the very last 30 seconds. And then the very last note is, like, if you'd like to be a contestant on The Running Man, reach out to us. And there is like a phone number or an address. And I have to assume when this movie came out, if you called it or something along those lines, like you got something, I assume. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, this movie did have a lot of RoboCop energy. Yeah. yeah RoboCop really is obviously like a masterpiece of this sort of what they were trying to do. But I do love this movie. Yeah. 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 So how? Yeah. Let's go through it. How, our last views, uh, Mario. What do you What do you think? You said Running Man is special for you. Uh, what are your last views of Running Man? So yeah, I would say it's something that was a huge part of my childhood, like I had said, and just I loved all of his movies that came out in that. I mean, that run of movies. I think I like every single. I even like like Red Heat. You know what I mean? Like yes. I like all of those movies. Um. And I think it's definitely seemed dated, right, on rewatching it. So I've probably seen it like over 20 times, but I hadn't seen it probably in at least like 10 years. Um, and so it was a little sad to see some of the special effects not hold up. But overall, I think the movie stands up, right? I think it's a, a good addition to the Arnold catalog. And it's I enjoyed watching it again. Yeah, this for me, this movie, I also have a little special place. I could pinpoint the first time I ever saw this movie. My brother had a sleepover. He rented a couple of movies, and I was allowed to watch this rated R movie. I think the viewpoint in our household was always like, 
Is there a lot of graphic sex scenes? It's not. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. I, I gotta get yep. his dick chainsaw off. But <laughs> yeah. as long as there's no tits. You don't see it. Yeah. You don't yeah, see it's, it. It's all okay. So I was like, it's I go like fortress level of yeah. dick. <laughs> That's the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that has a special place where I was like, oh my god, I was able to watch this entire film, and I yes. think that weekend I watched it again. Like, I watched it the next day. I was like, yeah. we rented it. I'm watching it that again. That was the blockbuster philosophy, yes. right? Yes. Watch it at least twice before mm-hmm. you return right. it. Like, you know, I would covet it like, like a treasure. I mean, I was young, and I was, you know, entrusted with an R-rated movie. So, yeah, there's this movie has some cheesy elements. Uh, this movie's super rewatchable for me. I could throw this movie on in the background at any point in time. Things have definitely aged poorly, like the rape scenes. They should never have been in there. So it's like extra worse. Uh, so I don't want to say it was ever good. It's just extra worse. But yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is full of amazing one-liners. There are so many awesome cameos. Uh, this movie's totally awesome. If Edgar Wright is remaking this film, he's definitely the proper director. I could only imagine the soundtrack being even He'll be more do- amazing. He'll do a good job. Yeah, yeah, he will. He will. I want the soundtrack to be exactly the same. <laughs> it better be, yeah. yeah. At least the score. Keep the score yeah, the same. That'd absolutely. be awesome. Yep. You could replace that song at the end. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Mike? Me? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, this movie is amazing. Um, it, it's, it is peak Arnold for me. To the point where like his one-liners are, are so good. I feel like in Batman and Robin, he's just making fun of himself in this movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Which is great for me. Um, yeah, th- this movie's great start to finish. I love it. I love it so much. Where you at, Chris? Yeah. yeah, I just think that this is like, it's an era of movies that will never happen again. That's for sure. Um, yeah. It's it's a mid-budget movie with an extremely charismatic lead in it. Uh, and it's weird that he's got a Austrian accent. But you watch it, and like even in the scenes where he doesn't talk, like just his eye acting and his reactions are so like charismatic. He's not even like a really great actor. He's just so watchable. No, he you delivers. Can, like, whatever he's in, you can watch. I, yes, you would, like, go out of your yeah. way to yeah. watch and, everyone. And he must movies. just not have had a great handle on choosing projects because he would just be in these movies. Like, this movie's dumb, but it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Total Recall is, is stupid, but it's awesome. Uh, like, all the movies he was in in the 80s were like that. And it's just him. Was like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is, like, a unique character in sort of American film history that will never happen again. Uh, uh, and I, it's amazing. I'm going to throw this out. I don't know how all of you feel on this. And if this isn't like, I hate versus I like one. I like this movie better than total recall overall. Whoa, I, that's a I think it's statement. better than, I think it's better than total recall as well. Although I knew this would be total recall. Yeah. I knew this would be a polarizing. I'm with Mario on this one. I knew total this would recall. be a polarizing comment. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, think, I, I think they're, I think they're equal. Although, uh, Kurt Wood Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's not in the one. No, he's not in. That's uh, Michael Ironsides. Yes. In, uh, Total, in Total Recall. Recall yeah. So, yeah, never mind. Total Recall this has was... a better story. Well, I mean, we're talking PK Dick versus Steve. Well, that's, okay. so, okay, that's true. Of course it yeah. does. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I'm going to argue that I, my, the reason I said I like both films, we could totally do Total Recall. Let's do like the director's cut or something, like one day on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like this film. That's why I said it's not, I hate versus I love one. But the Total back... Recall's got the three titties. There's all three. Yeah. There, there's there the iconic zero titties in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's the iconic yeah. uh, scene with that. But I feel the back end of the story of Total Recall, the movie, just kind of just like fades into weirdness. 
Like, it's not, like, really memorable. It does. It I just... mean, I think it's... You know what? I, I'm going to take it back. Wow. I'm um, alone. I think Total Recall is better. Yep. Uh, but I do love Running Man. I mean, there may be, like... In, like, picking a movie to watch, I think I could be um, neutral on both of them. Like, I could be, like, equal... Get, they're equally watchable movies. Total Recall ha- definitely has some more interesting ideas than this movie does. God, it has yeah. the people I, 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 like I totally choking yeah. and like yeah. suffocating. Yeah, the Mars stuff they, is cool. Yeah, it's really and the cool. quaddo parts uh, are cool. His eyes are like popping out yeah. of his yeah, head. Yeah, the three yeah, titties like, are cool. And you, you, those, this whole podcast, you've been talking about wanting to see someone's head inflate. We get that in Total Recall. Oh, you're right. True. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But it's not Kodo. It's not Kodo, <laughs> no, but... I, I so I, I just feel total recall the first half is more glorious than the second half. And again, I'm not, awesome, yeah. and I'm not like the second half is garbage. I'm just like the first half is so awesome and then the second half is great. The but not is, so awesome. The ending is amazing yes. to that movie. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm also fine with that. Just, yep. but the back end but again, I like both films. I'm yeah. I think also Chris what you were alluding to is you just like you got some buddies over and you just want to throw it on a Schwarzenegger flick. You're gonna go the Running Man. I watch Schwarzenegger do anything. Close attention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like Running Man though because like the aesthetic of it is cool. Like the problem with Total Recall is that it's it holds up better now. Like you could watch it and it's more of a modern movie. It's not embarrassing really at any point. Like Running Man has got those like low res intros and like the weird CG and just like the 100% synthesized score and stuff. It's just a more like aesthetically pleasing movie to me. Yeah, I could see that. I guess. Yeah. And like the Adidas jumpsuits and like it's Love just so much more of its time than like Total Recall is just. It's a better movie, but it maybe is too much better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just... It's like I, the uncanny valley yeah. of good movies. <laughs> I just feel, you know, for The Running Man, any any day I could just throw it in. I could be, like, cooking dinner, paying attention to part of the film. Absolutely. Like, I, I wouldn't miss a beat. But then, like, Total Recall, I would not really want to leave the you room. you got to sit down and watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep the sci-fi theme going. Uh, next week, we have Rollerball, the original Rollerball, 1975, James Caan Rollerball. Oh, shit. So, Nice. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it, it, it's all happening. Well, Mario, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, thank you for having me. I was really looking forward to doing this, and it's great to be able to be a part of it. That's I hope awesome. you join us for more. Uh, Mario and I always talk about films, so there's tons. Uh, and Chris, we hope you join us too. Uh, clearly, you being in person is always awesome, but even if it has to go through Zoom. Uh, any idea of a film you would want to do uh, sometime in the future? Oh shit! Um, I know. We're I know. I mean, I, mean, I know you want to do Peanut Butter Solution. I do. <laughs> I'm I do. into that. Wow. I do. Okay. I get a lot of thoughts about that. We're one. gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> Mike's afraid there's not enough to talk about. Oh my god! I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you afraid of, Mike? I don't know. <laughs> I solution. could talk a lot about that movie. I'm afraid of what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I, you should be. Yeah. It's, it will be problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel we just have to do this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know what really any of that means. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Rollerball next week. Uh, happy November. Uh, Rabbit Troops. Rabbit Troops. <laughs> <laughs>